Before we get started on this week's episode of the Knowledge Drop, we have a special promotion brought to you by Soy Cat Candles, and it's just in time for Valentine's Day. So without further ado, a word from our sponsor. Greetings, converts. Looking to cast a love spell for Valentine's Day? Turn that dream into your own reality by visiting soycatcandles.com. Today through February 14th, use promo code CONMEN, K-O-N-M-E-N, to receive 10% off your purchase of $40 or more. Currently featuring best-selling seasonal scents, Midnight Merlot and Whiskey Campfire. Head on over to soycatcandles.com and let's make some magic. You know, I think WandaVision needs a ukulele intro. What? Well, I mean, that's why we're kind of we're kind of doing something a little bit different. Uh, we had some feedback for some folks. They they said that you know we love your show, but you're just a little bit late on the WandaVision stuff. So we decided to mix it up this week, and uh, hopefully, we'll start giving you your your uh, WandaVision knowledge. On our knowledge drops. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. So this is the first of that. We're actually going to be talking about episode, was it four? Four. Four, Yeah. Yeah. It was called, We Interrupt This Program, and boy, did we learn a lot. Oh, my gosh. Where do we even start? You know, I'm here. I made a list. (laughs) I know, but I'm hearing a lot of people complain that this just spoiled the whole show for them. I found it quite the opposite. I'm now vested. It kind of reminded me of a lost with answers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Cause I right. love lost, but yeah, I was like, it oh, started I was going really down worried that you're going to ruin this for me by no. saying lost, but no, but anyway. okay. All right. With answers. Anyway, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Lost with answers. So why don't we uh, start off, Brian? I mean, you know, first off, I have to say we stuck with the ratio yeah, the 16.9 that we talked about last week, we stuck with it. So that, therefore, we knew we were in the present. So that that was kind of a cool little uh, way of, of keeping us in the uh, the present. So Yeah, anyway. you know, there was just so much to digest from the show. If you break up the season, I, I feel like you have to break it up into three parts. The first three episodes, you know, would be like part one. Now, I think the next three episodes, you know, four, five, and six are going to be kind of like the meat of of the series. And then the last three, seven, eight, and nine will be just kind of like the big Avengers type climaxes that that we're used to from Marvel TV. So yeah, but let's 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 stay focused, Brian. <laughs> for you know, I have to give kudos to to Wayne and to Brian last week for doing the con drop. They did a really outstanding job. I know that I am secure in my job, and I'm I'm not going to be going anywhere anytime soon. Well, let's face I, it, Wayne is also secure in his job. <laughs> yes, he should be. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, I, I found uh, I, I thought it was entertaining not to hear my voice uh, every once in a while. So it was. I second it was, that. It was an, yeah, it was a nice change. Uh, fuck you. Anyway, okay, back to uh, WandaVision episode four. Brian, why don't you uh, kind of take us along that trip? It answered a lot of questions. Some questions that I, I didn't even ask until I saw it happen, which is the timeline of where this falls into the MCU, which we find out that it um, happens three weeks after the snap. 
which is awesome. We saw everybody kind of get no, dusted. No, 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 it's not the snap. It's the blip, Brian. No, the, the blip, blip is when they come back. The snap is when they get dusted. No, then it took place three weeks after the blip. Okay. All right. <laughs> Touche. Right, Okay, so the, the snap wait, happened. Wait, 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 oh, say on, something. Hold on. The snap happened five years and three weeks. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're a little bit, you're a little bit, <laughs> you, you, got it, you got your wires crossed a little right, bit. But yes, right. it's three weeks after the blip. Gotcha. Not the snap. All right. But it was kind of nice to see what it looked like when people got blipped back into reality, you know, and the chaos that comes with it. How confusing would that be? And something I never really thought about it. They talked about it in um, Spider-Man Far From Home. You know, Aunt May says, you know, I came back to my apartment and somebody else is living there. And I just had me thinking after Monica Rambeau comes back and she's in the hospital and there's chaos everywhere. And you see people just kind of reforming, uh, kind of redusting, you know, in a way. And she's running through this hall. And my first thought, my first thought immediately was, oh, my gosh, put on a mask. Don't breathe anybody in because that would be gross. But wow, that, that shows you the times we live in. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the chaos that just ensued. I mean, it's something that I'm glad we kind of got to see what that looked like. And that made me think, you know, seeing different points of view, it's something that I like. You know, I, I first, I, it had me thinking of the first time I saw that. And it was probably Back to the Future, too, uh, when you see Marty McFly crawling over the the stage that he's playing on for Johnny B. Good. You know, we're seeing the, uh, the same scene in a different point of view. And then um, I'm going to recall another one of your favorites, Tony, Batman versus Superman. When we see Bruce Wayne. Brian, oh, can we stay on stop. topic? We're talking about when WandaVision listen, episode listen four. Listen for a second. When we where, see where, where, Bruce Wayne running into a falling building um, as we see Superman fighting Zod. So, I mean, like there's a whole scene there yeah, from a different okay. point of view. Yes. I think that's pretty I, I cool. Get it. That's where we then kind of um, find out about S.W.O.R.D. and what S.W.O.R.D. is. So what's the difference between S.W.O.R.D. now and S.W.O.R.D. in the comics right now, Brian? I know the, I know the name is different. So the S.W.O.R.D. in the comics, uh, it stands for Sentient World Observation and Response Department. Now in the MCU... SWORD stands for Sentient Weapon Observation Response Division. So they had the word weapon in there, which tells me that they see these enhanced people or these people with abilities as weapons, which is a big change. Yeah. I mean, if they're talking weapons, that, that brings up Weapon X. That brings up all of these other different things. And when we meet this guy, I don't know who he is yet, but his name is Tyler Hayward. Right. Well, we that guy is him. a douche. He's a douche. Well, already I can tell he's a douche. Well, but anyway, basically Monica then has to go to Westview, New Jersey. So we find out that this is actually a real town. That was something that ever, there was a lot of speculation on. Once they show up there, she then bumps into a good friend of ours, and that is yes. Mr. James Wu from the FBI. I love that they brought him back. And did you see his opening scene? Did you catch uh, it? Yeah. Well, with the what, card? What was it? Yes, with the card. <laughs> the, the same card he he secretly asked Paul Rudd's character, Ant-Man, how, how did you do that with the yeah. card thing? I mean, that was so, such a, a charming 
moment. <laughs> yeah, and and if anybody's kind of lost on that, uh, James Wu was actually from Ant Man and Ant Man and Wasp, right? Yes. So anyway, the things that I found interesting, we did get a lot of answers to a lot of questions that we've had, right? But uh, I thought a really telling scene in this whole thing was when James is on a uh, whiteboard yes. writing down these questions, and they're all the same questions that we have been asking for the past three weeks. I think that I whiteboard that represents the, the fans. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it definitely does. So uh, just the, the fact that they had the foresight to kind of now have that little scene, that little tidbit for us was kind of fun. Yeah, you know, not all those uh, answers uh, came to us in this episode, but some of the questions were, you know, why is it a hexagon? You know, is vision alive? You know, yeah. uh, why does it the time jumps happen, you know, so yeah. some of those, those things, and we didn't get all of that answers, but they'll probably come um, in future episodes. But didn't, so I'm going to go a little bit off topic here, but Brian, we are both Doom Patrol fans. Yes. And I don't know if anybody has ever watched Doom Patrol, but I highly suggest that if you haven't, please do. It is an amazing, an amazing show. Probably one of the best t television shows of the past five years. Anyway, Doom Patrol. Did that town not remind you of Danny? So it did when Agent Wu's uh, character mentioned that the town doesn't want him in it. And I, yeah. I was really hoping they would expand more on that. They didn't They didn't go any further with that no. uh, for for what I, I saw. But um, I was hoping. But as soon as he said that, my immediate thought was the town of Danny. Yeah. So in the episode, we kind of then find out that uh, we, we find an answer for the beekeeper. We find an answer for the, the little drone that was thrown in there. I don't want to go over all those details, but Brian, I know you did some research on all of those folks with IDs in the back. There was a little kind of Easter egg thing. Was right. there anything that we should maybe take note on? Yeah. Two things. One, for all the townspeople in Westview that you saw their IDs attached, those were actual townspeople. And they don't have much relevance from what I can see so far in the, in the comics. Um, I have been looking. I'll continue to look. But from what I've seen so far. But Agnes, uh, she didn't have an ID. And she didn't have a real name in her, uh, in, in, on her name line there either. So, But they do uh, recognize her as Agnes. So I know that we've, we've said it on this show. The internet's been saying that that's most likely Agatha Harkness. And then... Take special note of who wasn't on the board. And there's two names that that I noticed right off the bat. One was Dottie. Um, yeah. The kind of like the leader of the town for all the the wives, the women, you know, they want to be part of her little club. And this is where I say, you know, pay attention to what's being said in WandaVision because in episode two where Wanda goes to that little get together, that little brunch get together thing over by the pool, Agnes tells Wanda that... Dottie is the key to everything. And yep. And that I think will pay back in spades uh, coming in the future. Yeah. And then, so again, the episode then kind of tells us where we've been this whole time. But at the end of the episode, um, there were a couple of things that, like the things that we saw were edited for television right. on their signals. So you can tell that something is kind of going on with that. But then what really kind of happened was you saw what happened to Monica right after right. Um, she's confronted by Scarlet Witch. And she goes, uh, somebody noticed this on the internet. She went through four walls. Did you notice that? Oh, no. 
So she broke that, the fourth wall. That's a good Isn't point. That, that's funny. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's good. I was good. like, wow, that's that's kind of genius. That's kind that. of genius. That's yeah. really so, good. Uh, so she broke the fourth wall. And the key to this whole episode was uh, what Brian talked about last week. She's on the ground. We are now back in that kind of reality. Uh, I mean, we're back kind of where we started from at the end of uh, the last episode, right? Yeah. And what does she say? She says, it's it's Wanda. She's controlling everything, basically. Even at the end, after we see Vision and what he looks like, uh, Wanda tells Vision that everything is I, under control. Yeah, I have <laughs> everything under control. And then cut to her where it says it's all Wanda. Yeah. It's so, all I mean, Wanda. that I still am not sold on the fact that she's the villain in this. Um, I think that she is still being manipulated somehow. And I, I just can't figure out how that manipulation is hand, um, occurring. What, what are your thoughts on that? So I do think she's the villain, but I don't think she's intentionally trying to be a villain. What I took from the show is that this show is dealing with a lot of trauma and grief from Monica Rambeau now kind of being blimped back into reality and now having to deal with the, the trauma and grief of losing her mother. She's lost five years of her life. Now, Wanda, she's creating this bubble, this paradise bubble, and she's trying to keep control uh, from all the trauma she's had, you know, growing up. Wow, she's lost. Brian, you sound a lot like me. <laughs> it's going to get worse. Wow, you're getting, yeah, you're getting all these. <laughs> so these she like... lost her parents through a Stark missile. She lost Sokovia through Ultron. She lost her brother. She lost the love of her life. You know, she was just in this this big war, this uh, infinity war, and she's just had enough. You know, like she is like enough is enough, and that's why I figure, you know, like if they do take her kids in this uh, in this series, like we're all kind of speculating, the shit's gonna hit the fan. She's gonna lose her effing mind. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I really, I really do like that aspect. That it is all, all of this is kind of trauma based, and I think that that's kind of the series and and where we're kind of focused on. Because right. uh, again, people have their different ways of coping with any kind of stress or any kind of trauma in their lives. And this is just her way of manifesting that by having everything under control, right? Wanting to control it and creating this kind of fantasy life that, um, that she can control every aspect in. But I think that somebody is still manipulating her somehow. I do too. So they're better. Somebody's in there still creating havoc. But if you think of some of the clues that, uh, that were going on. We had the dinner scene with, with the Hearts, Vision's bosses, and Mr. Hearts are choking right at the same time that Mrs. Hart was kind of grilling Wanda about children. Why don't you have kids and stuff? Wanda's trying to think of reasons why they don't have kids or, or where they're from or whatever. And Vision's just kind of frozen. You know, so I think when she's kind of confronted with things, uh, she kind of loses grip a little bit on how she can control the town or Vision himself. You know, it wasn't until she told Vision to help him to where she kind of regained control. Same thing now with uh, with the ending for episode four after Monica gets banished from the town. She just went through a traumatic thing and is kind of upset about it. And in comes Vision and he looks the way he does. He kind of, she kind of lost her grip a little bit on him or the town. And you even see it um, a little bit while she's giving birth, you know, she's going through those labor pains. She's not able to vanquish the, the stork that all of a sudden came alive and things are kind of going crazy inside her house. You know, so I think as traumatic things happen to her, she loses a little bit more grip on her powers to control 
thinks. And then when she kind of recomposes herself, that's when she feels like she's back in control. Uh, one interesting note I found while doing some research is that uh, in the comic books, Agatha Harkness teaches Wanda while, while she's being her mentor how to tap into the cosmic magic bending reality thing, which is CMBR, which is the same acronym of the cosmic microwave background radiation. So <laughs> I just found that very interesting, very convenient, you know, and maybe that's also the thing that might be uh, back there. Also, too, I just kind of noticed the similarities between WandaVision so far, the first four episodes, and Wizard of Oz. You know, you have a show that goes from black and white to color, and Wanda may very well be the Wicked Witch of the West view. You know, so we'll see if that uh, if that turns into anything. So they're going wicked on us, is what you're saying. I'm just saying, you know. So far, so next in my thing opinion, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna hear the, the song story. "Popular." It's all about popular. Is that what we're gonna hear? I hope not. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> neither do I. I guess. I hope you. I hope it does, because then you can keep singing that. Yeah, song. Yeah, I know, right? That's right. <laughs> so um, well, wait a minute. But, Why am I doing all the singing I, uh, on the show? If you sound like an angel, uh, I, to me. no, I don't. <laughs> anyway. Uh, just in wrapping up, though, I, I really think that the key takeaway is this is, I think, a way of coping with trauma. Uh, that's a great call out. I feel the same way. Uh, I think so many times that we hear in the Internet what their theories are, what their theories are, what their theories are, but we're not really getting the connection. And uh, Brian, that was a that was a brilliant point on, on the way Monica is dealing with all of this or not Monica. I'm sorry. Scarlet Witch is dealing with all of this trauma that she's gone to. And also Monica is kind of dealing with her own trauma and people possibly taking advantage of that scenario, right? With right. Agatha and, and whatnot. So I think this was a great episode. I can't, I'm, I'm now hooked. I can't wait till the next one. So uh, in closing, is there anything else that you want to kind of touch on? I think I've said enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do want to call out though, when we cut back to Wanda, how the ratio then went right back to the television ratio. So that means to me that next week we're going to be back in Wanda world, watching it from that point of view. I think anyway, I could be wrong, but I think that's where we're going next week. Uh, Wayne, anything else that you, was there anything that you wanted to add? Nah, man, I love hearing you guys theorize on this thing, and I can't wait to see uh, what happens next. I know there's a teaser they put out, and I'm trying to avoid it because I don't want to get spoiled by it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I saw a screenshot where it looks like they are going to go back into the sitcom eras again. Yep. So we'll see. And I think that calls it for this knowledge drop. Brian, do you want to say anything before we take off? No. <laughs> Let's just end it there. What? All right. We'll see you next week on, or actually tune in on Sunday when we have the Knowledge of Nothing show. Or no. What? You guys are confusing me. You're confusing okay. me. <laughs> <All right. laughs>